Hello, hello, hello. And thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Fine to Be a Star. Yo, the weeks are just going by like so fast. I don't know. It's like watching a movie. I wish we could hold on to time so it could go by slower. Like, God, why does it go by so fast? But at the same time, I guess that's life. It's not supposed to go by slow. It's supposed to be just a, a, a constant turning point of the beginning to the end. And you find some spots in the middle of that that you love more than others. I guess that's life. Anyways, let's take a moment to recognize our star power. To recognize that we can look at our reflection in any mirror, regardless of where it is. Whether it's in the bathroom, on our phones on our laptops, in our cars, in the mirror of wherever you work at, or whatever you're doing in your life. I want you to look at your reflection in the mirror with me and say, yes, I can. Sometimes life is difficult. Sometimes you feel disconnected. Sometimes you feel discontent. Sometimes you feel a lot of negative things. But you have to rip that layer away and you have to get to the good part. Because if you don't make that decision to rip that layer away, you'll be stuck in the bad. And I personally don't see the point in being upset when you could be happy. Why not see the beautiful flowers and smell the grass and smell the wind? Why not look at the sun and say, if you're shining bright, I know I can use my star power to do the same thing. Sometimes when you're happy, you invite others to find happiness. And when you invite others to find happiness, then we can all light up the world together and make the world a brighter, beautiful place together. So let's do it together. Anyways, let's get into my favorite part of the conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So we constantly talk about politicians. And I constantly tell you about how much the media sucks. Today, I want to talk about ESPN. And I know what you're thinking. Why? Because... They've been changing sports for a while, and nobody's talking about it. Sports is supposed to be a game where one team is competing against the other, and one of them is going to win. And now the idea of that is changing. If it's women's basketball, it's women playing against women women if it's men's basketball it's men playing against men i mean sure if you're playing a game in like a backyard or or a beach setting or like a private club it could be one sex versus another sex i'm not going to tell you i don't think people should have free range of their sexuality and they can't make a decision to decide they want to be transgender i'm not going to say that what i am going to say though is how can it be a woman's sport If you're allowing someone that's not a woman to play in it and then win. And if you want to decide you want to go from one sexuality to another, great. But at the same point, how are we losing sight of what it takes to be the winner of the sport? Like, that's not fair to the women. Like, I know we we want to see one side of what I'm saying because it looks like I'm attacking the transgender person. But then how do the other people deal with that? I'm saying look at the other side of this. And I'm talking about all sports with ESPN, not just swimming. All of them. What are we doing? Sports used to just be sports. 
or what or what am i talking about why aren't these people being held accountable now when these reporters talk to these basketball players they have to dumb down the conversation i want to hear about why you didn't get those that three-pointer and i want to hear about what happened with that layup like what was going on when you got that ball and you didn't pass it and you missed that same shot that you've gotten all those other times why did you miss that or if we're talking about football which is one of my most favorite sports why did you make that stupid call and you caught and you took away all those potential points that could have happened like you could have got a touchdown like who are you passing the ball to like you lost all those yards by doing a stupid play and the, the referee called you out and did you think Arguing with the referee was going to help you with this. Or we're talking about tennis. You got these tennis players that don't want to have conversation with the reporters. I'm sorry. If you're in the sports world, you're going to have to talk to the reporters. That's part of the job. You shouldn't get special treatment because you feel some type of way. Or you want to use race to get you out of doing your job. That's not how it works, man. No. Please shut up. Please shut up. Just... The idea that people are doing this over and over and over again and they want to be victims. Do you know how much money these sports players make? We're talking about millions of dollars. They're having difficulty having conversations, explaining things. Then they're in the wrong line of work. If you don't want to be in the spotlight, then you probably shouldn't be a celebrity and you probably shouldn't be someone playing sports because you're going to constantly be in the spotlight. You're going to constantly have reporters following you. You're going to constantly have people asking you questions. That comes with it. If you can't handle that, then I guess it's time for you to retire. I know we want to act like People don't have responsibilities and we want to do all the touchy-filly, like, I care about your feelings thing. But at the same time, they're getting paid and if they're not going to do their job, they have to be held accountable just like anyone else at any other job. If they're not going to do their job, then they shouldn't be getting paid. They shouldn't be getting any of these opportunities either. I mean, what are we talking about? The idea that we're losing sight of the actual games and, and... we're allowing this insanity just no one has these conversations because now everybody just wants to be the okay person and i'm not saying i have anything against transgender people i'm not saying i have anything against gay people if anything i love everybody thing when it comes to sports what about the people that have been working hard that are women and can't compete with the transgender person because the transgender person wasn't a woman a hundred percent what about that that's the problem i have with this how do we how do we deal with that in a way that actually deals with it instead of brushing it under a rug and not having a conversation and why do we always have to bring race into anything everything can't always be about racism and injustice I mean, come on. Things have to change for everything. And I don't know if they're going to. But figured I'd venture into this conversation because I'm someone that loves watching sports. I love basketball. I love football. I love baseball. I love hockey. I watch hockey all the time. I told you I love the Rangers. They're my favorite hockey player. I like the Maple Leafs. And I like the Florida 
sharks as well. And I told you I love hockey. When it comes to um, football, I love Cowboys. R.P. Grandma always. And when it comes to basketball, I love the Celtics. Now, I grew up in a household where my dad and brothers love sports. So we were always watching them. So, as a as a young woman growing up in a household like that, I'm probably going to like sports, right? So the question I'm asking you is, how does this work if you're looking at this one-sided? I'm not saying that people that are in sports can't have opinions and thoughts and feelings. I'm saying that everything can't be subjected to that. What about the fans watching them? What about the investors? What about everyone that plays a role in this team and what you're doing? How are they supposed to feel about all this when you're just you're not doing your job correctly? What are we doing in that case? And how do politicians and how does the leader of the United States of America fix any of that? Do they fix it by not saying anything or doing anything? I mean, shouldn't things be party is on the side of profit not people profit i don't know i really don't know what's next i wish i could tell you but i don't anyways moving on from no media thanks for tuning into this thursday pod of no media let's move into something else don't sell yourself short what i mean by that Sometimes people will tell you what you can't do, how you're going to fail. They'll make it like it's a joke and they'll just have no belief in you. Don't sell yourself short by listening to them. Sometimes you aren't going to be successful with something you try to achieve. (coughs) Some things will work out. Some things won't. We've had conversations about things that have worked out in my life and things that haven't worked out in my life. And, you know, I'm comfortable talking about it because it doesn't matter. You know, I'm living a happy life, man. Um, If I'm going to realm on all the bad and the negativity, I'm never going to live. I'm just going to be stuck in a hole in the darkness, barely breathing, sad, depressed, and lonely in the darkness. But I'm not doing that. And neither can you. Remove yourself from the darkness. Find the light. Surround yourself in the light. And whatever increments of happiness you can find, stay with them. For every person that's trying to endure you with fear, trying to tell you what you can't do, trying to tell you what you won't do, trying to inject that you're not good enough to do something there, get away from that. Like, get away from people telling you that maybe this is a good idea. You know, sometimes this doesn't work. Sometimes this, sometimes that. You probably need to get away from that. If that's a job, you should be looking for another job. If you're hearing anybody at your job say any kind of tone like that, you probably got to find another job. Because they're already not thinking that you can do it. So that's already, like, bad. Those aren't good words. You need to be creating a situation for yourself where you're surrounded by positivity So you can balance off your own thoughts with that positivity. And you can find ways you can accomplish things. And I know that could feel impossible. Especially with everything that's happening with Russia and Ukraine right now. 
and it feels like the politicians in the United States aren't listening, and it feels like nothing's happening the way it's supposed to be happening around the entire world. And and you can feel some type of way about celebrities or supermodels or whatever's happening on Instagram, which you should probably get off of, by the way, also. Don't feel like that. Be strong. And I know you're like, what do you mean be strong? I mean, be strong. Don't sell yourself short by thinking you can't be an Instagram model. Don't sell yourself short by thinking you can't create your own business. Don't sell yourself short by thinking you can't write a book, create a podcast, and enlighten people's thoughts and minds and bodies and spirits and souls by telling them they can do anything they want. And you don't have to be a part of a church saying that. You could just be a person just being humble and real, telling people, yes, you can. Like me. Did I think I was going to be a year into this doing podcasts Monday through Friday, every day, every month, all year long, and I was going to find something that I loved more than this? I didn't think that. I started this in March of last year, and I love being a podcaster. I love it. I love being able to spread a message of positivity and equality to a world that might not feel like that. I love being able to represent what star power is and to be a star. I love it. This is a part of who I am. I am star. You are a star. We're all stars. We're all bright lights of radiance. And we have to continue to light up the world together. Don't lose sight of what you're supposed to do. And I know you might be thinking, I don't know what that is. Or you might be thinking, I'm in a bad predicament right now. Everything works itself out one way or another. So just remember that. Next part of our conversation. Is a home office better than the office? I mean, the home office is good because you can focus more and pay attention in probably a quieter setting. But when you're in like an office around people... It, that might be a different vibe. If you like being around people more, I'd say go into the office. If you're okay doing the same job at home, then it might not be a difference for you. Personally, if I was going to pick between remote and at work, I'd pick remote only because I could focus more on whatever I'm doing without the background noise of other people. It's not that I don't like people. I'm not saying that. It's just when you're around other people, there's always other things going on and sometimes it's difficult to focus with that. And I like having an environment where I can just focus on what I'm doing in my own zone. Um, you know, unless you have your own personal office and you don't have to be like sub subjugated to be right next to someone else, you're not going to get that vibe. But other people might like the idea of being social and talking to people because that's important, too. It depends on what the line of work is. If it's customer service or fin the financial field, you might have to work back at your office. If it's a call center, I mean, you could basically do that anywhere. You don't have to be in an office to work at a call center. Whatever the job is, you don't, like, have to be in an office if it's something that you could do on the phone. Like, there's all these programs. There's, uh, what the hell is it called? They have all these different programs that allow you to navigate and utilize them even if you aren't in an office. 
you can get a VPN, you can log on and you can do it at home or you can do it at an office. You know, and commuting is really a pain. So that's the aspect of being in an office. You have to drive to work. And I don't know about you, but I don't like traffic. So ugh, it, it's irritating. And then to compete with traffic, you have to wake up earlier to drive there. If you're at home, it might not take you that long to set up your computer. Like, hopefully you have a desk or setting like that, and you could set up your situation in an office. Um, you know, every situation is different, but it depends on what you like. Do you like talking to people? Do you like being surrounded by people? You probably will like the office better. If you can do things on your own time and you can do either or, you might like being at home better. It depends on what you like. Honestly, each option has its different good and bad things. That's what I think. But if I was going to pick, I'd probably want to work from home just because I like the comfort of it. And I like to play with my puppy. So that's another reason I want to work from home. I like being able to watch him play. I like the easiness of being able to get coffee whenever I want it. And I like being able to wear whatever I want. I don't have to dress up and look like I'm going to like a fashion show. Because I've spent so much money on dress up clothes. Like, oh my God. Ugh. It's ridiculous. But that's just my perception. Your perception is, it might be different. So do whatever makes you happy. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Next part of the conversation. Shoe addiction. I think I have a shoe addiction. I always feel like I want shoes, but I definitely don't think I need anymore. And I think I need to get to a point where I'm throwing away shoes that I'm not wearing. Because like... Why do I have shoes that I'm not wearing? Like, how is that helping me? I don't think it is helping me. Granted, comfort is key, but I'm going to say what I'm saying. I think a certain amount of shoes is too many shoes. And I think you have too many shoes if you're filling up, like, an entire closet full of them. Would you be a sneakerhead or are you a shoehead? Um... Granted, I feel like it's necessary for you to have a variety of shoes, especially if you have to, like, go to work and you have to be around people. So you should have a variety of clothes. But I think once you get to a certain level, you should stop buying things. I think I'm definitely at that level. Personally, I do think I have a shoe addiction. I'm always tempted to get, like, black shoes. But I I don't know. The other day I looked at my shoes and I have, like, four pairs of black shoes. Granted, they're all different. But... I definitely don't need any more shoes and I have to get rid of ones that I don't wear. Like, I'm going to have to do some spring cleaning and start throwing stuff out. I already started doing that last year. I really do think COVID really got me in the mindset of getting rid of stuff like, I'm not going to wear that. Why do I have this? Like, I started getting in that mindset, so I got to get back to that for sure. A shoe addiction can be a problem. So get rid of what you don't need. And get rid of what you're not going to wear. And don't buy things you don't need. You should only be buying things if some if, if you need it. That's it. A shoe addiction doesn't have to be a shoe addiction. You can like something and look at it, but that doesn't mean you need to buy it. There's a difference there, right? At some point, we have to recognize that we don't have to always be buying something. Just saying. Next part of our conversation If you believe, then you can do anything. You don't need someone to give you advice. You don't need someone to give you an okay for you to believe in whatever you want to believe in.
it's it's up to you to do that. You have to make that decision and you can't worry about anyone else's opinion. This is in your hands to make that decision on what you want to do next. So I encourage you, I invite you, and I dare you to do what you see fit in your own life and to not worry about anyone's opinion, anyone's expectations, or anyone's thoughts because you don't want to be watching your life as it moves. You want to be living your life as it moves. YOLO. You only live once. So don't live your life worried about anything. Unapologetic living. Like we always talk about. Moving into... Star Wars Talk, Star Wars Talk, we watch together. Is It Cake is an amazing show on Netflix that you need to watch. If you haven't watched it, you need to. Dating on Netflix. There's this Nick Lachey dating game that he does with his wife that I can't remember the name of that I want to watch. That I'm probably going to watch. Um, looks pretty good. Started watching Ted Lasso last week. Um, so far, I like it. I guess everybody was right about that. What is... Our expectations of Disney Plus. I feel like they could be doing more. They need to be coming out with a weekly show all the time. It can't just be a weekly show when they want it to be a weekly show. It has to be like like what my expectation is of Amazon. They have to be coming out with stuff all the time. It has to be year round. It can't be like every couple months. Like I feel like Disney's so disconnected. Granted, it, it's probably because of whatever's going on with all the stuff they're talking about but as far as like their distribution with films and movies and the fact that they own all of the rights to all that stuff they should probably be doing a lot more than they're doing right now and it's like they're they're not seeing it like how how long do you have to wait for shows to come out on there like like i'm paying 20 bucks a month for the trio of hulu Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. And I'm not complaining about the price because the price is okay. But I'm complaining about the quality because my expectation is that there's going to be stuff there, newly created things available for me to watch on a regular basis. And there isn't. That doesn't exist there. I'm not talking about kid stuff. I'm not talking about Disney. I'm talking about like actual good, like Marvel quality options. And that's not there yet. So are they still working on that? What are they doing? I guess we'll have to wait and we'll have to find out. Next part of our conversation. Another deep dive into Murder, She Wrote. Today on this deep dive of Murder, She Wrote, we're going to talk about the part where it's halfway into the show and it gets like, I don't know, like the the 30th minute of the show, right? That's when the murder takes place and someone's getting accused of murder and Jessica starts to try to put the puzzle together. At that point, that's when you have to decide who you think the murderer is. And I know you're thinking, how do you decide who you think the murderer is halfway through? You don't know if you were necessarily paying attention enough. Like, The clues are at the beginning of the show. Like, the first 
10, 15 minutes, you'll start to get like a certain vibe of people, like their tone when they're talking to someone, their reaction. Are they getting overexcited? Who are they talking to? Are they acting strange? Did they just change their outfit or are they doing something that could be weird? Or how did they look at that other person? All these things you got to take into consideration when you're watching these episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Because not only will it help you watch episodes of Murder, She Wrote and guess who you think the murderer is, but it's going to help you watch other like murder mysteries or just mysteries or like horror movies too. Because like, you're not going to be scared watching horror movies anymore. You're going to be trying to figure out how did the bad thing happen and who did it and why did they do it. Like the murder mysteries can be seen as like a horror it's kind of the same thing really is it i don't know that's what i think are documentaries good i think documentaries are good it depends on what the documentary is about i personally love documentaries i could sit and watch documentaries for hours that's just me i learned getting down to the gist of something and seeing what things actually are I've always liked them. I like it whether it has to do with weather. I like it whether it has to do with food. I like it whether it has to do with, like, uh, people doing bad things and getting caught. I personally love documentaries, but I've always liked them. And so there's a lot of them available on Netflix. They're available anywhere. You just have to look and find them. And sometimes it's it's nice to just watch something where it's not like a movie like you're actually watching something to see why something occurred and that's what you're going to find when you when you watch a documentary so i for sure recommend watching documentaries next part of our conversation is breakfast better than brunch thanks for tuning in to this thursday version of Veek star Veek star Veek star So, is breakfast better than brunch? I don't know. I feel like it could be the same thing. Like, are we really going to say breakfast is better than brunch? If you're eating breakfast at a certain time, it is brunch. Like, if we're talking about like 11, 11, 30, 12, that's brunch. If you're eating breakfast at like 6, 30 or 7, okay, that might be just considered breakfast. It depends on how you want to title this and how what you want to call it. That's what it depends on. Honestly, that's what I would say. Honestly, I like either one. I'm more of a brunch person, but, I mean, breakfast is cool. I'm not going to down that one. It's okay. Totally cool. What is pulp? Pulp is the part of an orange that basically surrounds the inner layer of it where all the juice is. And sometimes you find that in orange juice. I do not like pulp. I do. I always get pulp-free orange juice. No part of me has ever liked it. And no part of me will ever like it. And I don't want it. If it's got pulp in it, I'm not drinking it. It's just, it makes it too thick for me, and, I, and I'm not a fan of that. I mean, I, ha- I tried it a couple times, and it, it's definitely not for me. You might like it, but I'm definitely going to tell you... Have caution for trying it because it might not be what you think it is. Chicken can be used in so many ways. Chicken can be used in so many ways. You can do stir fries with chicken. You can make orange chicken. You can do chicken with pasta. You can 
air fried chicken you can bake chicken you can put chicken in a crock pot you can literally do anything with chicken you can make chicken meatballs you can grind up chicken you can make chicken grinders you can make chicken sandwiches you can make chicken wraps you can make chicken caesar salads you can do anything with chicken anything with chicken you can do chicken's awesome also, if you're going to be doing chicken, maybe make sure you get a good amount of chicken cutlets so you can utilize that. That's a nice cut of chicken, and it's very healthy. So I do recommend that. Or you can do, like, chicken tenders uh, at whatever grocery store you want to do it or whatever market you enjoy the most. Next part of our conversation. Homemade meatballs. If you're making homemade meatballs, you got to get everything that needs to go in it. you got to get some peppers. you got to get some onions. you got to get some Italian spices. You got to get some sausages. You got to get some ground uh, burger meat. But you got to get like the really, really good like ground burger meat, like ground meat, ground beef. And uh, you got to get an assortment of everything. You got to get some eggs. You're going to have to get your hands dirty to get ready for this. Um, you might want to mix some prosciutto into it too, depending on how, what texture you want of it. You're going to need uh, a variety of everything I just said. You're going to want to chop up the sausages. I would use like spicy, but if you don't like spice, maybe use the regular sausage. You're going to want to chop this up. You're going to want to um, get one of the um, food processors, especially because you're going to need it to be in a texture, which you can roll it up and make the meatball. Depending on how many meatballs you want to make is depending on how much of the ingredients you're going to need. You're also going to need some sort of a breadcrumb. So, like, if you're making Italian meatballs, I would go with whatever the Italian flavor is for that to add that in at the end. Um, and you want to make sure there's flavor in there. So, I use a concoction of Italian seasonings. And also fresh garlic as well, because I love garlic. Um, also, also um, basil leaves, and anything that reminds me of Italy. Like, I like to do a combination of that. That's why I was talking about the Italian meats. Um, also, if you want to go for a little more extra, extra layer of flavor, you could get fresh mozzarella from the, um, the grocery or the market. And you put that in the middle of the meatball. So when the meatball's cooking, the cheese cooks inside of it. And it makes it that more ooey and gooey. I uh, definitely recommend that. That's the best way to make them. Or you could just be lazy and buy the frozen ones. But I definitely recommend if you're going to have spaghetti and meatballs, make the meatballs yourself. Because you're definitely going to love the taste of everything I just said. It's, it's going to be amazing. So trust me. Tuna burgers are fun. Tuna burgers are fun. You just make tuna fish like you would normally make it. Maybe just don't put the a lot of mayo in it. You get like a frying pan. You put the tuna fish there. Uh, you Maybe if you got the little circular like round thing, you put that in the middle of it to make it circular. Then you, you cook one side, you flip it over, you got a tuna burger. You can put some celery on top of it or uh, if you want, you can put some relish on top of it. Uh, whatever makes you happy and then you just make tuna burgers you can make multiple tuna burgers depending on what you want it's very easy very simple to make and very efficient i found the recipe on pinterest if i could find the recipe on there i definitely think you could too and it's a lot of fun and it's very easy to make wraps of sandwiches 
So I know everybody likes a specific sandwich, but if we're trying to cut back the calories with carbohydrates, you can make it a wrap. You can make it a salad wrap, or you can make your own wrap. There's this version of wraps in the grocery store that has like no carbohydrates in it and no calories. I would get that and I would make the wraps with that. And I know it might not taste good, but sometimes you have to change what you're eating for the better of your health. And I know that might not sound fun, but we're trying to live longer and we're trying to live stronger. That's why you got to drink water with every meal. And that's why you have to exercise. And that's why you have to eat portions. That's why you have to know what's good and you have to know what's bad. I'm not saying you can't eat out and binge and, and do different things. I'm not saying you can't have Popeye's. I'm not saying you can't have McDonald's. I'm not saying you can't order pizza. You can do any of that. But you have to eat in moderation. You shouldn't be eating all of your plate when you're going out to eat. You should be bringing some of it home. And you should be eating economically. Like, you shouldn't be spending a ridiculous amount of money on stuff where it doesn't deserve it. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, guess what? That's your Thursday edition of Born to be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Friday. Have an amazing Thursday. And remember that you are a star wherever you are. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.